Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Monday, February 11. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray, shall I? You can. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that we get to call on your name. Beautiful, Lord, that uh, today is a fresh start, uh, an ability to be able to read this passage. We ask for not only application, but we also ask, Lord, for as we process this text, to remember its context, to remember what it's actually trying to teach us, uh, that uh, it has an, a meaning for our relationships, for our marriages, for uh, uh, the people that we interact with and meet. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am reading today from the New Living Translation, the NLT, Matthew 12, 9 through 13, subheading, Jesus heals on the Sabbath. Then Jesus went over to their synagogue, Uh where he noticed a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping he would say yes, so they could bring charges against him. And he answered, if you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand, and it was restored, just like the other one. That was uh, so much shorter than the expanded version. I liked that. That was a nice was version. It was very it straightforward and yeah, it was. elegantly done. Okay. Uh, here's our question for today. Um, again, I encourage you to read Daily Walk. It helps you bring out the context of this question, but uh, here it is. Where do you struggle with something that someone else does that doesn't match your understanding of Scripture? Why do you think that you str- Why do you think... Why do you think you struggle or why, Uh, why why do you, you where do you think that struggle comes from is what that should say. Where do you think that struggle comes from? Do you think that struggle comes from? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Where Um, do you struggle with something that someone else does that doesn't match your understanding of scripture? I am so not this kind of a person Uh, (laughs) because, um, number one, you struggle not. I don't struggle with. (laughs) Whether or not things that people do match with my understanding of the scripture, uh, I just is it don't. beneath the? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. Yes, I would say so. I don't the think. Queen huh, does not look. Look at that person and what they're doing. I wonder what the scripture says about that. This does not match with my understanding of the scripture. The way that you are. So you're not in that group. The way that you are separating your recycling. You're literally walking around thinking. Let's find something. Let's uh, no. find something. No, 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 not at all. I, I don't consider myself to be a spiritual Nazi. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. There are people, though, who, who really do live in that world, though. I suppose. Okay. Yeah. And um, if not, I could say if what not, I struggle with, here it is, oh, yeah. is those people who, through their judgmental and nasty attitude, are not matching my understanding of the scripture. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. I feel and like, so, hey, if people, if you're not going to mess with anybody, you can go around and have whatever thoughts you want in your head. But at the point that you start messing with people and making their lives miserable, then I do have a problem with you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where all of us should draw the line. 
Otherwise, just, you know, going around and being like, That's a he's lot wearing of lines. jewelry. That's a lot or, of lines. <laughs> look at their out of marriage relationship or I don't know, yeah. whatever it is that you're thinking about. I just, you know, people do what they do. So, they have their reasons, but going and interfering with that and, and trying to, I don't know, big yourself up in some way by persecuting people for those things. And we've had examples of that in our church. Um, yeah, I think I have a problem with that. I, I actually think that it's, um, I mean, it's interesting here, but it's the understanding of scripture and, uh, and, what, and where do I think the struggle comes from? I think the struggle comes from uh, an innate um, uh, thing that some people have where they feel like they have to dominate somebody else's opinion. So it's like that, that whole idea where... Well, I'm they think they're responsible view, for everything. I've got to fix everybody else's belief. They think that they'll be held responsible. I've heard people say this, that if they allow something to take place and they know about it and they don't stop it in some sure. way that God holds them responsible. I think that's it's a weird idea. I don't even know where that comes from. Well, where would you ever get the idea that God holds you personally responsible for what anybody that you know am I is doing? Am I my brother's keeper? Is the delicacy of like, how far am I my brother's keeper? And, and did not? God ever answer that question? He asked the question. And all, all the question was that God asked was, where's your brother? And he was upset because he killed his brother and didn't want to admit that. True. So he said, am I my brother's keeper? But never at any point did God say, well, you should be. <laughs> you know? I think he was trying to say that he actually had nothing to do with and his brother. God and, was maybe trying away. to say, hey, you shouldn't have killed him. Well, our <laughs> our brother Paul that you loved so dearly. I do. I know. Uh, really he's does. Hot. He's very hot uh, mm. and has so much counsel on marriage. Um, he he does also uh, suggest in other places as well that uh, that there is a responsibility that we have for each other. I think that the, the tension is is that um, do we have responsibility for one another's actions? I don't think so. You can't. No, you can't. But you have a responsibility to hold each other accountable. And, I don't and, even uh, know that I think I that. I think that's actually good. I think it's good. Who am I responsible for uh, holding accountable? You. And in what way would that? I are responsible for holding our kids accountable. Kids, yes, but we're talking about random people. And any random person walking down the street, we should <laughs> stop them and say, hey, I'm accountable and holding you accountable. See, I, I mean, I've talked many times but about to each other? the British and their attitude of accountability for other people <laughs> in the form of correcting people in public, uh-huh. me mostly, for whatever it is that I happen to be doing, eating nuts, walking, <laughs> drinking a coffee while I walk, any of these things. And I just think, you know Very what? Very inappropriate, yeah. Uh, As you said the other day, that's just daft. Don't need your thoughts on <laughs> the fact that I'm walking while eating a bag of nuts. That's what I'm going to do. I think so. they were just worried that you may, you know, may trip over. Um, yeah, they were worried that I was um, breaking some sort of unwritten law of propriety. Yeah, but I mean, not, you never not know. Whipping never out know. the the china and the cutlery <laughs> to eat my nuts. You, you never know. My tablecloth, my portable tablecloth. Uh, but I no, I, I mean, look, I think that there's always there's always um, those who you do know. I think the difficulty in it comes into this is that. Um, these guys here clearly they had an agenda, right? This first few verses here, where they were just they were coming to Jesus with the intent of saying, "I'm going to prove you wrong." They were not asking a real question. What is it? They didn't not need to know. Is it okay to do something on Sabbath or not? It was clearly like. A, well, I wonder. I'm wondering what happens after this because I don't remember. Because it says they were hoping he would say yes so they could bring charges against him, and he did in fact say yes. 
So did they bring charges against him? No. Um, why didn't they? No, because because uh, what what he's doing here inside this text is that he's he's pulling them to. I mean, Jesus does this incredible thing where he's pulling them to a much deeper place to say, look, come on, though they're aware of the fact that they have a different attitude toward sheep pulling than healing. They already know that. I'm sure they have some justification for why the one is okay and the other isn't. Yeah. Right. So it feels like. Uh, I know that we often act as if Jesus says something that's like, whoa, it blows their minds. I'm like, I don't buy that. I feel like these people have thought of every angle about what they do. Just like, you know, you talk to people who have very well-developed, um, what I would call kind of fascist beliefs about other people's behavior, and they, they have an answer for everything. Yeah, they've thought about it. That's all they do. Yeah. Just think about it. So the Bible actually says that to the Pharisees left here, verse 14 just says the Pharisees left here and they conspired against his, to destroy him. Hmm. That's what they did as a result of this. But the story, this is actually story number two out of two stories that happened back to back as part of a bigger right. narrative. And it's it's to do with um, the Sabbath and what Jesus is doing on the Sabbath. And so they're trying to interpret scripture at this point, which is uh, the way that we kind of live some of our relationships as well inside here. And I think that's part of the tension of sometimes we do things without actually valuing the people. And this is what Jesus was trying to say here. Look, Sabbath was created for you. It was created to be a blessing. So I'm going to do the right thing for humanity. And and instead of making it uh, a burden, I'm going to do the right thing. And this was mm. a tension for them because they'd said, well, I'd rather not do the right thing for humanity to be able to keep uh, the Sabbath in the way that I think it should be. And, and Crod said, well, I created Sabbath to be this beautiful thing. So let me repeat the question one more time and then we will pursue it some more tomorrow. Uh, where do you struggle with something that someone else does that doesn't match your understanding of Scripture? Where do you think you... Where do you think that struggle comes from? Where do you think that, yes, where do you think that struggle comes from? Uh, look after each other, live love, and uh, we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.